On this episode of Intent Topics, we'll be talking about what to do when your lead generation efforts stall out. What's up, Logan? How's it going, buddy? Cracking, dude. Oh, not a lot, not a lot. So, uh, okay. So today we're gonna talk about what to do when your lead generation stalls out. Okay, right? Now, yep. now, now, this is a stressful topic, right? Like, like you feel the stress around this. I think most mm. sales organizations must feel stress around this. Why don't you talk to that? Yeah, man. I mean, simply put. Here at Union, we have 30, 30 clients. Uh, we judge our success right or wrong on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that that, that me- makes for some uncomfortable, uncomfortable days. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like you never give up, right? You're, you constantly have to monitor it. You never yeah. get comfortable. It's, yeah. like, it's like parenting, right? Like I, I've, I've said this before, but like as soon as you get something figured out, Something changes and you got to figure something else out, right? Like you never, never get too comfy. Never sit down because you're going to have to get up and keep going, right? It's just like a hamster wheel. Yeah, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. That's okay because there, there's things you can do. There's things that you do, right, with clients to keep it going, right? You want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, at, at the end of the day, uh, there are s- certain principles that and, and factors that we look at to make sure that, you know, th- things, things pull up, um, fairly quickly. So, you know, as I said, we, Mm -hmm. we judge performance on a daily basis. We're looking for, we're looking for success. Um, you know, quickly we're looking for often with all of our clients, which means Mm -hmm. if it goes a couple of days without getting a win, you know, it's a bummer. Um, and, and we feel that, um, I think anybody in a biz dev lead gen, uh, or, or, you know, or if you're, in, in kind of the part of the organization that's doing the hunting, um, for, for new prospects, you know, there's days, there's weeks that suck. And the idea that, um, you know, you know, that we have built union on is that you're always going to have more days, good days than bad days. Um, but you need to understand what the factors are that play into success in any of these kinds of campaigns. Yeah. 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 And how to, you know, kind of wrench on it so that you can make improvements. Right. Cause if you don't know what to do to make it better, well, what do you, what do you even, where do you even start? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's important. Like there's a balance between doing the right stuff and freaking out and screwing everything up. And, uh, yeah. that like, is don't, what don't. we need to get into today because, uh, I see a lot of inconsistency yeah. With with yeah. how how you know anything marketing campaigns, but also you know sales, prospecting, yeah. and that's why I love Union. Yeah, cool. So, what what do you do? Like, what levers do you pull mm-hmm. to get things going again when it's time when things stall out? When you get that kind of fear on the client sure. delivery side that we're not producing, like, what do you do? You must have you know playbook sure. strategies stuff that you do around this, right? Absolutely. So we got, we, there's four things, cadence or frequency, content, list, and signals. Those are the four things that we're looking at, at every single time. Um, Wait, say that again? So, so one is cadence, cadence. Yeah. content, list, signals. Those got are the it. four things. Okay. All right, cool. Here's the, 
here's the important thing with all this. These are not to be like the first time that you're looking at these things in a, in a campaign should never be when things start to go wrong. We need to establish KPIs around those, which is an, for another time. Um, right. but, but stay ahead of it, Im- right? It's yeah. important to stay ahead of it, right? Yeah, okay. Um, so first thing, cadence or, or frequency is another way of putting this. And that is how often we're touching each contact in the database or, or each account. So we see uh, a lot of times, especially early in campaigns or early in engagements, you know, getting the right, is it is it five days, is it six days, is it 10 days? What is the right amount of time in between each touch? And then what is too much time in between each touch? And, you know, this is something that needs to be uh, like very disciplined in, in how uh, we're testing that, um, ensuring that, you know, once we identify the account, we're assuming that you've got the right contacts in there. We're assuming yeah, yeah. specifically mm-hmm. in the cadence side. And then it's how, how are we balancing the cadence? And, you know, the other thing is we don't want it to look like, you know, you've got somebody in some sort of a, you know, a HubSpot marketing automation workflow when you're trying to prospect them in sales, which is, you know, a whole thing where like, if it's the same amount of time where the, you know, you kind of like, you're going to lull the people to sleep. Um, we need to change that up. We need to get aggressive on, you know, sometimes it's shorten it up. Sometimes it's let things, um, simmer. Um, sometimes it's replying in line. Sometimes it's calling at a different time. We need to look at what that contact cadence or frequency is Mm -hmm. and start to adjust it. And, um, you know, as I said, there's as many different things as we can think of, like, is it a phone? Is it text? Is it email? Whatever that channel is, it can be tweaked. And mm-hmm. these little tweaks will make a difference. Then we have content. Um, so one of the, one of the things that we saw early on in the, in the life cycle of union, you know, we, we have these content approvals that we need to get from our clients, right? And so, you know, you never want to send like early in the day or early back in the day, um, you know, we would never want to send this like really short piece of content, like two lines or one line emails to a client like, hey, can you approve it? Like they're, they're paying for this. What we what we needed to reconcile was was people are paying us to generate them sales qualified leads, right? So whatever the length or whatever the content is, that's at our discretion. And so right. what we see is salespeople, marketers, whoever's writing this content, they get so verbose, right? right. They get mm-hmm. so long. Oh my god! Yeah, totally. So so so, but the but the thing is, is like. If, if you've got a string of really long, meaty emails, that can be good because that that's not, you're not constantly just asking for a deal. You're, you're really building that narrative. You're getting the point that you want planted in that inbox. Uh, things like, right. you, you know, and then when we look at content on the phone, it's like, how quick can you get that conversation started? Are you, are you just 
just like rattling off, you know, some script that you, you prepared, or are you thinking like, all right, how, how can I get that prospect talking quicker right. on the phone? What are some of those, those things that I can do because I'm a professional to, to fix that? So when we look at content, it's like, don't, don't like try to overplay your hand, but like, we know if it's verbose, 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 shorten up the email, reply in line, right? Mm -hmm. If it's, mm -hmm. I'm super scripted, super scripted, super scripted, nobody's responding, bro it up, conversational, right. whatever that needs to be. And, and that's what we're talking about with content. It, it, and it, and just that little tweak, like, yeah. all right. Yeah, totally. You know, that's interesting. I've never, uh, I've never thought about, you know, so we talk about, all right, well, a little bit of a sidebar here, but we talk about in some of our marketing material and when we're talking to customers or, or prospects, uh, et cetera, about this, this connotation of what we call here a cocktail style uh, email, right? Cocktail party. Cocktail, cocktail party. Yeah, cocktail party. So the, the idea is like, hey, just like like a very casual, direct, quick point. And I, and I never thought much about how, well, if you're like a new client, You've done all this kind of onboarding, information sharing. And then if we were to put in front of them just like this super basic email, after telling them about all the content that needs to be created and thought out, it'd be like, that's it, right? And yeah, well, no, I don't give a shit, right? And, yeah. and it could turn out that that's it, right? But at first, you should probably, you know, some not verbose, but there's definitely um, some level of kind of like, thought out that you understand their business that they want to see in that content. Right. Sure. But then, sure. Yeah. Then it, yeah. But then if you tweak, you might find that the, the, the more direct, almost tweet length email is more productive. You know, that's, well, it. that's so, it. But, but that's the thing that I think, uh, it's just like, it's just like frustrates me to even have this conversation. Like why? Um, it, it's all like when you go to the golf course, you bring a bag of clubs, right? right. You, you yeah. don't use yeah. one. That's like a whole like other kind of golf tournament, right? Like the one club, yeah. you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so like the cocktail party style messaging, there's a point to it. If, if I'm sending a one sentence or two sentence email, you know, like two or three actually, you know, over and over again. Hey, want a meeting? I, you want to have a meeting with me? You want to do a meeting? You want to do a meeting? You you right. call them. You leave them a you leave them a, a a voicemail. Hey, it's Logan again. Just calling to see if you want to have a meeting with me. I'm saying nothing. So I I like I have to at some point start providing value to my prospect, which means sometimes that email is going to be long. It's not going to get a response. It's going to drive a click through to, um, you know, my website, read the blog. I'm not looking for you to, to set a meeting with me. I just want you to know that I know what I'm talking about. So when I come back to have that conversation with you, you I, I have built some, uh -huh. some equity in the conversation. Yeah. So that's okay. what I mean by content, right? Like yep. it's not hey. simple, but it matter. It, it's what's happening in your outreach right now. And mm -hmm. start to tweak it. Make sense? Oh yeah, totally. Love it. Nice. So cool. Can we move on to list? Let's do it. Number three, list. Yeah. All right. So uh, new new faces 
make a difference. Right. And this is, this is like, you know, that's what I say. And then on the other side of my mouth, it's like (laughs) people who have been, who you've been reaching out to, you know, there might be some of that equity in the conversation. So you can't, you can't give up on those people. So yeah. And it's all about about touch points, right? Well, I I was going to say it was all about touch points. So you can't give up. Right. And it could be nine, seven, nine, you know, 10. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so it's like, it's like, you know, you got your cadence, your, your, your understanding, you know, as you diagnose this, right. It's like your cadence or how, when's the last time I reached out to them? When's the last time I reached out to them? You got your content. What am I saying? Then you look at your lists and you start to say, all right, you know, here's my, here's my priority account list. Here's my, you know, kind of mid, here's my bluebird right like if i if i could get these you know if i could do business with whole foods that would be awesome right and we're structure you structure your your day accordingly so when we talk about the list it's like fresh faces matter so so let's go find another couple of accounts let's go find another couple of contacts let's go into linkedin let's cultivate that kind of fresh part of your outreach find some fresh faces also right like Maybe mm-hmm. there's some people who you've forgotten about, you know, for 20 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hurt to check back in with them. So when you start to think, oh, I'm not getting any leads, mm-hmm. looking at where the where the particular contacts and accounts are in relation to when the last time you reached out to them, this is not groundbreaking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, when's the last time you reached out to them? What should you be saying? But also, let's go find some fresh stuff. Let's go dig up some stuff that maybe, you know, you killed last year that, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, it's time to check in. It's buying season again, these kinds of things. So it's like the list is not just go find a bunch of new contacts. Don't bitch to your, you know, sales manager or, you know, don't like freak out and and just remove all of the people that your, you know, your reps are are working and, and replace them with fresh stuff. It's find let's, let's kind of balance the priorities in these different buckets Yeah. to, to rebalance, you know, I would say not balance, but rebalance and, and, and yeah, exactly. Did I make sense there? I, I feel like I, I feel like I knew what I wanted to say, but I, yeah. (laughs) Let me, let me like say back to you. So think of it as like a pond in the middle of a, in, in a section of river, right? Like refresh with yeah. new lips, but don't give up on the water in the pond. Keep working. Absolutely. Keep yes. working through that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But yes. the point is look at the list, pay attention to the list, make sure that you're doing the number of touch points that you think are required. Also add new to the list and actually probably remove stuff that you just have determined as junk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of the dead stuff. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I'd say you nailed it, or at least I nailed yeah. it. You know? Yeah, good job, man. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Want to trade jobs? We should trade jobs. <laughs> now you can do the SEO. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a lot of that today. <laughs> okay, yeah. next next item, next lever to pull, right? Is yeah. signals. signals. Talk about signals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So uh, what was the last episode? We talked about the different kinds of intent data. Um Let's let's look at the first party intent data. Let's look at the third party intent data. I don't think yeah. many reps have access to uh, second party data. I don't think there's many reps that are going into the AdWords account. Um, 
Yeah, but they could be getting provided that info from a, a team or, or something, right? Like I've been. Yeah, I've, yeah. Just I mean, you know, yeah. Whether, matter, right? whether, they, whether they look yeah. at it or use it or whatever, but there are you know, there's there's people doing right. sales enablement at a lot of companies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what is the um, second party data matter to a rep? I I think it's like let's look at um, you know where where people were. Well, how are we interpreting different things that are happening on our website? Yeah. How are we interpreting intent data? Let's go to our closed one stuff. Let's look at like how, you know, if we're using intent data, how long ago were most of our opportunities beginning to surge? What percentage of these opportunities were surging? Yeah. Um, let's look at, um, you know, the, the activity um, on the website that an opportunity that is closed one had, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, prior to, prior to being closed one. Mm -hmm. And the reason that we want to do this is like, there might be something that you, you have forgotten because in this game, things move so fast and mm -hmm. you know, it's what have you done for me lately? It's not like, I'm going to take inventory of everything that I, I learned today um, that's uncommon to be able to just operate at that level. So yeah. it's time to go back and look at the signals that, that might be helpful. And part of this is just to inspire yourself, right? Like it's like <laughs> things yeah. kind of suck, but, but check this out. You did a bunch of good stuff before. Um, let's look at the signals and, and try to dial in on what should I look at in my current group of people that that maybe those are the first people that I um, reach out to. Maybe I push a little bit harder. Maybe I get a different person in the organization involved. You know, maybe there's a, a heavy hitter that can come. Um, yeah. You know, or you're if the if you're the manager or the the sales leader, like you know, maybe you make the call um, right. and and kind of juice stuff up. So that's what I'm saying with signals. There's there's a lot of data if you have the right systems in place, there's a lot of data that it, it kind of tells you what, what helped you win before. Yeah. And sometimes kickstarting a lead generation campaign is just seeing what worked before and going back to it right. because sometimes we, we go away from that. So none of these are a silver bullet, but we don't have silver bullets. There's no silver yeah. bullets in right. sales period. Yep. There's a, you know, there's best practices. There's levers we pull. It might take a day. It might take a week. It might take two weeks. Right. But that doesn't make a, you know, a week doesn't make a month. A month doesn't make a quarter. A quarter doesn't make a year. So there's plenty of time. We just need to, we just need to start fiddling with stuff. Yep. Yep. I love it. So cool. So why don't we, uh, as we kind of wind down here, what, why don't you kind of summarize the key takeaways here for, for someone who's, you know, stressed out about their, their lead generation stalling up. Cool. Yeah. So number one, don't abandon what you're doing. Yeah. Um, good. as I yeah. said, you know, you got, you can, you can alter your cadence, you can adjust your content, you can, you can look at your lists, you can optimize your lists, you know, either yeah. add fresh stuff, kill stuff, put stuff on the back burner, bring stuff in the front burner. And then look at your signals. Look at the look at the stuff that you have going on. Yeah. Yep. None of those four things say 
tear up everything that you're doing and throw it away. You got yeah. You got to keep at it. what you're doing. Yep. Um, likely you're doing it because you believed it was going to work or it has worked in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, be scientific. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I am, I hate when marketers tell me you got to a B test everything. Yeah. That's, that's stupid when you need to move fast, yep. but record what you changed. Look at, you know, you want to create a little bit of chaos when you're doing this, right? Like you need to start, like if things are not, if there's not a lot of activity, you need to like get the tornado spinning, right? Yeah. But, but that doesn't mean like, don't abandon like, you know, okay, these are the four things that we did. Don't just like start doing things where you break stuff, where you make your data dirty, like yeah, keep yeah, yeah. the sort of data integrity yeah. and best practices in place. Yeah. Make, make a mess and let the patterns emerge. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've never personally, I've never personally been one to very scientifically AB test anything. Right. Like, no, I, it's always just takes too long. Like, let's just, let's just go. I'm a ship it guy. Let's get it going. So I love that. Just like be a scientist, be analytical, but get shit going, right? Right. Yeah, and, yeah. So, so it's like we're salespeople, but like err on the side of like you need to not screw things up, and you need to make sure that um, you 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 understand what you did, but you want chaos. Chaos yep. sells. Um, nice. And that brings us into the third one, which is take a risk or two, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, and we kind of so, merge those two, right? Like take a risk, create a tornado. But be a scientist about yeah. it. Well, yeah. well, I think, yeah, yeah. And and I think like, you know, when we say be scientific, it's like, you know, do things in a way that is methodical. Mm-hmm. Take a risk or two, piece of content, you know, maybe it's it's a 48 hours before your next touch. Maybe it's, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, taking a shot at a company that you didn't ever think you'd get a response from. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. that, whatever those risks look like, take them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause it's when we, we stop taking risks when things are going well. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of times the best take the risks when, you know, things are going well, because that's, you know, that's where mm-hmm. you really start to get the momentum going. Yeah. Which kind of brings us into the, the last one. And, and that is keep swinging. So, you know, you've got stuff going that you've got stuff in process. You can't stop. It might suck, but it, you just, it, it, you can't let these, the, the, whatever little momentum you have die. It's gotta be, you know, coming to work. We figure out what the next thing is. We try it. If it doesn't work, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And at the end of the day, this is about, it's about knocking on doors, right? It is just about at bats, doors, whatever it is. Just keep on swinging. Yeah, 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 and have some confidence, right? Like, by, but, but by definition, if something has stalled out, right? So if your lead generation has stalled, out, it was at one point going, right? So right. don't question everything. Like, keep going. It was working unless something's right. completely changed. You'd probably have noticed that, whether it's market conditions or, or your product's got a competitor, or whatever. But like, it was working at some point. So keep swinging, keep going. And think macro, not just micro, right? Like you had a tough few days, right? But maybe you're doing great for the month or whatever. Like just like smooth out the line, keep swinging, right? That's right. Yeah, cool. All right, this wraps up today's episode of Intent Topics. I'm Chris Battis. 
And I'm Logan Kelly. Thank you so much for stopping by. Please give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you listen on. We will see you next time. Take care.